Mike, turn your games down. All right, we're doing another What Are You Playing episode for May 2023. I am Mike Hoverton, and who is with me tonight? I'm Joe Butler, and you'll never guess what I fused to my weapons today. <laughs> I am the Let's Play Princess, Phoebe Stanton. And your usual Tomb Raider, now Assassin's Creed guy, who is a little full of woe right now, Richard Sampson, who has the YouTube channel Rich Kale, which I invite everybody to check out, please. All right, thank you guys for joining me for another of these What Are You Playing episode. God, whenever I record in a different room, it's just everything is so weird to me. Even though I'm sure it sounds fine, it's just like, it's not the right acoust- acoustics. <laughs> Every time. You sound great, dude. Don't worry about it. You know we record in one room. That's what happens. So just if I what- have to start all these off, I'm going to start off with the one game I've been playing this last month, <laughs> just to get it out of the way. Can anybody guess what it is? Is it the Marvel of Snap? Of course. Oh, Oh, here I thought was DC Snap. Hey, there is a DC card game coming, so I'm not excited for it. I'm making a clever joke there. (laughs) I know, but there actually is a DC card game coming. I forget what it's called, but it's going to be PC only at first, so I'm going to definitely play it because apparently I have an issue, but I'm not, I can't spend another, I can't spend money on two card games a month, so (laughs) I mean, I could, but I don't want to. (laughs) Marvel Snap has me in there so bad, like they had a bundle. Which is not very good. For 10 bucks, you get a mystery variant. You get 500 gold and 500 tokens. And I was like, hmm. And I really had to talk myself out of not doing it. And I'm like, damn, I played this game too much. <laughs> Mike, if they make a physical copy of Marvel Snap, are you going to start buying $100 boxes? No, no. That's, I, couldn't, I used to be big into Magic Gathering when I was younger. I, can, I was into Pokemon cards. I will never go into a physical card game again. Digital... I mean, I'm trying to keep where I just spend my 10 bucks a month. I buy my season pass and that's it. And I can live with that. They get their 10 bucks a month for giving me a free card or a, a new card and a great month. And um, you know what? It's OK, then. What's the current event? It's Guardians of the Galaxy, if you can guess that. Makes oh, sense. Uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes Nebula. a lot of sense. You get Nebula for free, which actually actually is a really good card, which sometimes the the season pass cards they call it are not the greatest or they're way too good. This one is good enough. See who plays her in the movies. Uh, uh, Karen Gilliam. Gilliam. Oh, who? Karen Gilliam. Gilliam. I think is her name. Of course. I want Amy Pond. She's, yeah, she's in the Jumanji movie. She was in the doc, doctor who I think too, is one of yeah. these. Yeah. She's in doctor who. She and everybody Oculus. wants Amy Pond. Never watched doctor who yet. Nothing. You should. I should. I agree. It's one of those weird holes that I need to fix. Someday. But no, I have I have not watched it in recent years. But then again, I was into it before my uh, wife passed away. So yeah, sometimes it's hard. To, I can completely get that. It's she didn't watch it, but no, no but it's it, something it, from that time. Yeah, actually, yeah. she got into Torchwood. <laughs> Such a good show. I never watched that either. But someday, I keep telling myself someday. But no, Marvel. Yeah, she like she good. she 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 liked John Barrowman. Oh, and they started changing the thing in Marvel Snap, but I do want to mention that every week now they're doing patches over the they call them over the air update, OTA, but every Thursday they'll they'll nerf or buff a couple cards that people aren't playing or cards that are being played too much. And it's really cool because it alters the game every week where all of a sudden you're gonna see new decks. I mean, I actually am the highest I've been in a few months in the in the ladder where I'm in the eighties and the goal is to get to hundred and I was eighty five, I'm currently eighty two because I keep losing. So <laughs> Okay, that's awesome, because it always seems that 
when it comes to card games, there's the meta deck, and then the meta just stays for a couple of years. Uh, the meta changes quite often. Like I use that's one good. Deck that's considered <laughs> the best deck in quotations. I freaking fucking lose all the time, but it's cons- it's one of the best decks. But even then, you still like you know there's certain combos that people have. I can't beat them. Like it's probably you- a bit more dy- dynamic than what some of the online games do. They don't. They wait a while before they decide to nerf something if, to see if people are abusing it. But if you do it like every week or something, you can't really get adept to using something. Oh, they just started over the year updates, but it's like one card they made a 4-6, which doesn't mean anybody if you don't play Marvel Snap. But then they, when they saw it being played so much, then they lowered it to a 4-5. And they're trying to just play with it and see, you know, they want to get a card played, but they don't want it to where it dominates the meta. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it's been really cool. It's I watch YouTube videos constantly about Marvel Snap every day. I follow like three or four different creators. <laughs> it's just it's just it's become my game. I mean, it's something that I'm doing all the time when I can just just playing a few matches here and there. That's good. My wife gets mad at me. I'll be playing it in the morning. We're trying to get ready for I'm trying to get ready to take her to work. And I'm sitting there playing Marvel Snap. In the morning. <laughs> She'll get mad at me. But I got to do my daily missions when they pop up. You can't wait. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's a if you I mean, I still I still think you can get in this game now and just play. And yes, you won't have all the cards, but there's they're going to they keep saying they're going to make changes to the system. So that way, newer people who get in can still get a lot of cards. And like for me, I'm only missing 12 cards in the game and there's over there's hundreds of cards at this point. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm just actually looking at at one of the cards variants that I'd only be interested in because I like the character. I stay away from buying card variants unless I mean I get them for free often. But for the most part, I try not to ever buy them because <laughs> I don't. I say my gold for to buy one of the gold is the you know the the currency you get that you can also get with real money, and I use that to buy. They have an event called Token Tuesdays every Tuesday where you can buy tokens, and tokens are what you use to unlock new cards, one of the other currency in the game. So that's the way that I play it. So I can mostly play besides my ten bucks. I'm a free to play. So. I got to admit, like, I'm looking at the artwork they have on some of these cards. They use, like, some where they use comic covers or comic images, and some, the artwork is just beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of really good variants, and people will play different variants, whatever card they have. And so it's just a lot of cool stuff that goes along with the game. I mean, usually people aren't as, like, the, the community isn't, isn't as toxic. Like, when you're losing, there's an emote, which is, which is Captain Marvel, like, snapping at you, and it's usually the, the fuck you emote. People don't use it a lot on me lately. Lately, it's just been the fist bump. If we, like, if I beat them, if they beat me, they'll give me a fist bump. Like, okay, good game. Nice. And that's been, it's a, it's nicer. Like, when I first played this game, there'd be a lot of like, yeah, screw you, I beat you. But there's less of that now. You could maybe learn something. You could learn something, League of Legends. <laughs> but that's a lot of game communities could learn something from that. I mean, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that's not everybody's experience. That's just my experience lately. And I do play every day, so. But I also tell people, you only really need to go on you do your daily missions, and that's it. You don't need to just play the game consistently. Just make sure you do all the missions, do your season missions, and, you know, that's it. I mean, I do play more just because I'll try to get, win cubes and move up the ladder sometimes and then lose terribly. And then be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, sometimes I'll gamble and I'm like, okay, I'm going to win this match. I'm going to bet eight cubes, which is the most you can bet. And then dump a lot of cards that I knew that I should have known was coming. Like, yep, there goes the match. I lost. <laughs> or I'll gamble. I'm like, I'm like hmm, I wonder if I'll be one number above them. Nope, I wasn't. <laughs> so yeah but great game and i can't stop playing it so phoebe what is something that you've been playing lately oh god there have been a few games uh while at work got a lot of deep rhythm final fantasy i can't put that game down that is definitely my current switch game 
Which Final Which Fantasy? Which one? The new one, Final Bar Line. I'm almost done with every song on basic, just their initial playthroughs. Then I'll go through and get all the critical charts done. And then I'll jump to the next difficulty. I've just been going through the story mode. Besides that, the same stream games and recording games as before. A lot of vampire survivors. That game just sucked me in. <laughs> My God, that I game. I have not played that now in months. There's, there's I, new DLC my, out. Yeah, yeah, I bought it. I haven't even bought the DLC yet. I'm just going through the base game. I didn't think <laughs> the idea of a bullet heaven would be that appealing, but oh, the power creep that you get is so good. <laughs> I lost. I lost interest in it because I got to the point where gold didn't mean anything anymore. There's no more upgrades that I'm ever getting, so that I'm just trying to get certain achievements, and I, I fell off completely. Right. <laughs> I loved it uh, for a few months. Besides that, I've been getting a little bit more into mobile gaming than I usually am. This week I tried, what is it called? Street Fighter Duel? <laughs> I wow. want your opinion on this crap. Okay. So, Street Fighter Duel is not a bad game, per se. It definitely plays well. It's combat's really good, getting different combos with different characters and seeing this almost Marvel versus Capcom type thing where you'll cancel from one person's super into another person's super because you can have three characters on the screen, an assist character, and then there's three. You unlock the ability to attach a character to each character, so it's like you're putting their stats on somebody. The problem with that game is... It is such a game for whales that is disgusting. <laughs> I tried it a little bit last month just to yeah. talk about it, but I didn't mess with it too much. So I didn't you, understand it. There are three banners that are just from the initial drawing pool. One banner is with a special currency that you only unlock from PvP or some crap. One of them is your actual normal banner, which you'll, you'll use gems or whatever for. And the third one is a banner that is, hey, tell all of your friends about this game and have them play for X amount of time and you'll get currency from this. Uh, When you do the base banner, you're guaranteed either a B or A character. Sometimes you'll get a mix of B and A's. And you have to fuse three characters of the same rank that are the same, like three A rank reused together, to go up to the next rank. But the problem is most uh, mobile games go to S rank and it stops or so. From what I've gathered, the highest thing that you can get from the banner is A, but the highest thing that you can have is a triple S. And it doesn't just go A, S, double S, triple S. It goes A, A plus, S, S plus, double S, double S plus, triple S. It is such a money-grabbing scheme that it's disgusting. Meanwhile, your main menu is overrun with different little icons and stuff that you would think, oh, that's the PvP, that's this, that's that. And it's like, no, do you want to specifically buy this character? Send us $50. Do you (laughs) want to start this event for character B? Send us $50. There's like 20 icons on the menu that are just give us extra money. See, that's why I uninstalled it really quick. It was just too much. I mean, like, go back to Marvel Snap. I mean, yes, they do have, like, they right now they have a $100 bundle where I was like, hmm, I'm like, I would kill myself if I buy this. I'll be so, I'll be so angry. But, like, it doesn't, I don't need it to upgrade. I would just get more tokens so then I could buy more, some of the cards I'm missing faster. Would it affect, would it make my, make me win more? No, no way in hell. It would just make me feel like I just spent, wasted $100. 
But yeah. so, but no, Street Fighter Duel sounds very like you, you don't have a choice if you're trying to level up your characters. I, I played it like you had to level up to get farther in the game. Yeah, uh, I never saw any equipment because you can equip your characters with equipment. Uh, anything above a green tier. And it never showed the ability to level up your gear. It never showed the ability to fuse your gears, your, your duplicates together to raise it up. So I don't know if you just have to find better gear in the later chapters or what, but sometimes you can't handle even up to chapter three or four without doing the banner pull about five or six times and hoping to get lucky. It's gross. That's why he gets uninstalled. Which is, yeah. <laughs> Unlike the other mobile game, which has been Tomb Raider Reloaded. <laughs> As R- Richard, I, I love you, man. As another big, huge Tomb Raider fan, this game is just going through the original Tomb Raider 1, the whole story of Natla and the Scion and everything. Mm. But it's a roguelike, and you can decide which weapon or so you want to grab. And then bring them into the chapter and you'll get different roguelike abilities like fire bullets, which will do burn damage on an enemy. Or the ability for your bullets to, once they hit uh, an enemy creature like a bat, they'll bounce off and hit a second creature for free. But the big thing about it is, just like the Street Fighter game, when you get three of a duplicate... A weapon, armor, backpack, etc. You can fuse them together and it'll automatically upgrade it to the next rank. And it is just normal loot tier lists. It's common. It's green, blue, purple, and then gold is the final one. Mm. But unlike Street Fighter, where you have to buy everything, it feels like, here you don't have to spend a single dime. You're selling me on it. (laughs) Everything that you can get in the game is inherently droppable by enemies in the chapters. And I mean, sometimes they'll drop green tier stuff. And if you get lucky, like you'll run the same chapter three times and get six of them or so. And then that automatically just gives you the first two blues to upgrade it to the next thing. Okay, so what you sounds like what you're telling me is it's very possible for a damn bat to be flying around carrying an Uzi. What, yes, what I am telling you is that I put probably three weeks into this game, have not spent a single dime, and the majority of my equipment is purple. Oh. Like I said, you're selling me on this game. <laughs> yeah. Come to the, I mean, I tend price to... Of free. Free. Yeah. The big thing about it, the big money spender, or I guess the thing to draw you in the most, is that there are events, and they'll end weekly, and then start again. And in the game currently, but I haven't touched in a few days, so don't take my exact word for this. There are three costumes, and those are your big character differences. You have the classic costume of the green tank top and the shorts. You have a bomber jacket is what they call it, but it's more of a pilot suit. And then you have her winter jacket. Mm. You have to unlock the fire costume and the winter costume by doing these these events that they sometimes have. Because... Oh, for this week, enemies will drop these items called stickers, and they're pretty much a currency that you could only get from killing enemies. If you have so many amount of common stickers and rare stickers, you can buy tokens. And once you have enough tokens, you can buy this costume or then start ranking it up. But some of <laughs> so some of the ranks for these costumes are not just passives, they're account passives. Mm. 
So it, I currently have the bomber jacket unlocked, and I have not unequipped it because one, it's a custom costume, and two, every single run of any chapter you do, you automatically start with burn bullets. Mm. It is a fire-based costume. I'm only rank one with it because I've only just unlocked it, and it's something like the fire jacket does extra damage with burn. But rank two is a full account plus 500 HP or something. So no matter what costume you are wearing, you now have that bonus. And that is across all three costumes. They all have account bonuses built into them. It is awesome. Oh, this sounds interesting. I might have to look it up if I remember. I wouldn't mind another mobile game sometimes. And like I said, it's a roguelike. It's top down. You actually move the character around and shoot. It has an auto fire built in. If you've seen the trailers that are currently on YouTube for Mighty Doom, the the little chibi Doom game, it's the exact same. We talked game. about that last month. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. It it is that, but it's Tomb Raider based, and therefore I care more. <laughs> I'd be in the same boat. And Richard, what is something that you've been playing? Uh well, aside from my usual bit of games that I play for like on my channel, I mean, I just recently for the channel started. Working on Plague's Tale. Plague Tale. How are those? This is the first time I've ever played it, and it looks very interesting so far. I haven't gotten far in it. I remember one guy had to comment on how accurately the male pig is portrayed. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Okay. Yeah, I really didn't want to linger long on that when I first saw the Were you talking to Cody Laveau? No, not Cody. Hey, you never know. <laughs> this is long when it comes to animal facts Cody. that you don't want to know. He's your guy. The horses in Red Dead Redemption 2 are very accurate. <laughs> oh. uh, one of the Tomb Raider episodes, we had a whole conversation about leopards. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to crack up at work over how funny that is. <laughs> like an hour? <laughs> yeah, and... And at the end, when you hear us all react, when you hear him and I react, it's like, he shared a picture. Oh, God. <laughs> well, an episode somewhere. You can go search that puppy. <laughs> but I bought my outside. I mean, I'm working my way through the rosters, the fighters of uh, MK10, playing up through the game to get all their endings. It's a lot less stressful than trying to do it like, well, actually, I wouldn't do it normally. <laughs> but I'm doing it for the channel, and it just gives me something to add to, you know, showing off, trying... Finding out some of these moves and performing some of these brutalities is actually very therapeutic sometimes. I mean, uh, I also been worked, but aside from that, I mean, I'm also venturing into the second Assassin's Creed game, which everybody will probably hear about later on in the year. <laughs> yes, I don't. We don't have it for a few months, but yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm already enjoying that one. My God, those games are beautiful. Uh huh. And you're just—they just keep getting better and better for a while. And then they stopped making them. (laughs) (laughs) I like the new one. (laughs) I haven't played them. I can't speak. But another game I've been working on was like for the channel is like uh, the Sherlock Holmes chapter one. I'm now more eager to get through the game. I mean, I've been enjoying just being able to run around Cordona. I think it's Cordona. Solving mysteries, just taking in the atmosphere of the game. It's beautiful. And finding the side mysteries are always fun. I just actually finished one side mystery earlier, which 
that one, that particular video will probably premiere, depending on when this it, this comes out. Well, it'll <laughs> come a little in, over a week. Yeah, this it'll definitely be out, but <laughs> that one will premiere Memorial Day. It's already uploaded. It just won't premiere till Memorial Day. I mean, this game is this is a game you while you have the option for fast traveling from point to point to to point, you don't really want to because you're going to miss stuff possible cases and everything and this area is so beautiful i mean you have you got your mystery in it which is your typical sherlock holmes mystery before he becomes our famous consulting detective you can run across areas where which will spawn basically revive memories lost memories of sherlock holmes you come across some odd mysteries by say uh running into someone who works for uh, Sherlock's older brother, Mycroft. And sometimes you could just, you'll be going along and you hear two people talking. And it's like, wait a minute, what's this? And it opens up another mystery for you, a little side mystery. And what game is this again? Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. They just released, like within the past month or so, it officially released the second game in the reboot, which is a remake of the third game that Frogwares made for Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes The Awakening is supposed to have some of these same qualities in it. But with Cthulhu. Of course. <laughs> that, that gets me more interested. So, Well, that's a, like I said, it's a remake of the, the, ori- the original one they did, which they actually had a remaster released when they started releasing. I think they, rele- they released a remastered version of it with the first and second game in a set when Sherlock Holmes vs. Jack the Ripper came out. I think um, I own that on Steam. Yeah, these are those are fun games. I've I've had the although the first one, while it's now free, the first ever Sherlock Holmes game is now free on Steam. I highly advise people to play that with mate with a working mouse controls. I had to fiddle with it a bit just to get it to work, and my mouse was inversed, which is a bitch and a half with some of those puzzles that may have time limits involved. <laughs> But I've also been indulging uh, in a game on Switch. I've been playing the Larry, ha- the Lego Harry Potter games on Switch. I got that when I first got the Switch, and I got it for my teenager, now teenager. Those are good games. I've never played the Harry Potter ones, but the Lego. I really like the Lego games. Yeah, uh, I'm actually. Good. I'm. I've been enjoying this, and of course, as you find more characters and learn more about the game, it's fun to replay levels with as many characters as you can get. I mean, I think I ran into one with a free with free play, and I had Harry, and I had Hermione, and Hermione is a cat, and Filch. So I gotta ask, did you have Ron Weasley, Dumbledore, Snape, <laughs> Snape, <laughs> Snape, Dumbledore? <laughs> I heard that <laughs> forever. <laughs> but, you know, for all the people listening, if you've heard it before, all of a sudden it jumped in your head again. You're yeah. welcome. Last I heard it, my uh, teenager was doing it. I, I heard that when I was a freaking teenager still, and I am 35 now. So, often, <laughs> you hear it all the time. I love yeah, that. I, I must admit, I am enjoying it. I guess I, I can obviously tell it takes more after the movies than the books. Yeah, all the Lego games are really like are really based on the movies. Like, there's Lego. I, the last Lego game I played is Lego Lord of the Rings, which I really like. There's an achievement. For it says one does not simply, and then it says walk into Mordor, right? When you cross the border into Mordor. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite achievements ever. 
Yeah, but I mean, this is actually this is quite fun. I mean, I'm re- I enjoy replaying the levels in a free play mode. I only wish that, and unless it comes with you know finishing all. Well, right now I'm just doing like the first four because when on Switch it has the collect, I got the collection, the first four, and then the last four. And I'm hoping that maybe if I unlock the first four, get done with those first four, I can even roam the castle. I don't know, but I can say they were released back in the day as two separate games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if the Switch collection or any of the collections combined them as a one game. But is this your first Lego game? Yeah, first one I've ever really played. I mean, I tried playing it some time ago. And that was around the same time that I I discovered the one Joy-Con was screwing up. So I had to get so I didn't even touch it again until I got new Joy-Cons. And I do have to remember to get back to uh, Breath of the Wild. I still got to still kick Ganon's ass. (laughs) And since you mentioned Breath of the Wild, Joe, what is something you've been playing? Before I get into Breath of the Wild, I love to talk about two other things that are much shorter than that. (laughs) Uh, Because you brought it up, Mike, I am now playing Magic the Gathering. The real one or the yeah, or yes, digital game? Yes, the real one. I've been trying to get the digital one so I can learn how to play more. But uh, my, my condolences for your wallet. Yeah, yeah my oh yeah no. Uh, me and my husband partner went to uh the local card shop and we spent four hundred dollar dues on Magic the Gathering. Yep, that's physical I, card games. Yep, I bought well. I bought me what was it? What did he buy? I bought me a deck, a commander deck, which is all it has. It's themed. It's a pre-built deck. I also got me a mat some sleeve some car protectors because you have to have those i bought a deck holder uh we bought this big box which i'll probably end up buying him like two of them probably my next paycheck because he needs more places to store his fucking card (laughs) (laughs) and then we bought the the draft box and we played with some friends he went last night that was that was last week and then last night he went to go play with his friends again and the new themes are pretty cool the previous one which was not last but the you know, whatever, two decks ago, uh, they were like robot humanoid themed. They look like the uh, the the bad guys from Hellraiser. They're like robots. The Cenobites? Yeah, they look like they look like Cenobites. Um, God, Phyrexians that, do look like that. Yeah. And Ooh, then, Phyrexians again? Yeah, it's yeah. Phyrexians. Ooh, that's cool. I, the last time I played was during the Phyrexian invasion back in like the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, they're back. Their, their cards are pretty cool, but they, it's already too late for them because... I believe the last theme was March of the Machines, which we got a box for that. And then last night, the new theme, which is After the Machines Have Fallen. Uh, I believe that one came out last night. We're going to go get it probably next weekend because they're already, you know, sold out. And then the other game I've been playing here with him up until Zelda came out because I need something to distract myself before Zelda was a game called Void Train, which is a very nice game where you steal a train that jumps dimensions away from Nazis it's uh, one of those survival games where you, you're you still connected to the train and it's out in the middle of a void. Ooh, what is and, this called? Uh, void, void Train. train. And what is this on, PC? It's on PC. Because you, you didn't, you had my attention, you should get a Nazis. I'm like, oh. Yeah, do you, oh. Know what ra- do you know what Raft is? I've heard of Raft. Yeah, where you're like stuck on a raft and you really can't like get away from it. But like everything revolves around the raft. It's like that, but a train. And uh, you're kind of like in a World War II era and you find Nazis like on this train and whenever you jump on it and start the train you realize that it goes through different portals and basically the nazis have found like what is it uh norse mythology like celtic ruins to make the train jump so you're like on a permanent did they find the tesseract uh probably (laughs) 
but uh yeah you go out and you collect items and you use like scrap metal to make iron and you make iron and make a forge and you know then eventually you go from your train being hand pumped to it being a full steam engine and stuff like that it's really fun very nice game to play relaxing you know nothing really at stake kind of game you got my attention 100 percent. i'm gonna <laughs> but i can't find it right now but when i have better internet i'm gonna find it i'll send you a link later okay thank you yeah it's on steam but uh, I, w- I don't, I don't want to talk about Zelda unless anybody else has anything else they want to talk about. I mean, I just after hearing you t- like mention Magic, God, I remember when that that game came out. I was in college. <laughs> I think it was my so- my sophomore year of college that came out. Yeah, man, Magic's great. I'm I'm slowly learning how to play it because uh, my partner's been playing it for years and years. So it's a really good game. It's just the money part is what drove me out. Well, I was young. I was a kid, and then I just. I moved and I lost a lot of my cards, I think. I mean, I think I still might have a binder in my parents' house, all my rares. And I think my Rofellos still might be there, which is a really old card. <laughs> you should probably check that. That's probably worth a bunch of money now. If they're I, in good I, shape. I yeah. tried playing it for a short time, but just couldn't really get into the card playing part. But I'll tell you one thing. All the books. Books are great. I, books are great. I have. I think <laughs> I got, though, unfortunately, as far as the Brothers War in the books or the planeswalker saga or something like that and i got so far behind in my reading i mean you got like 20 books coming out at a time and i think it was one day when i was get up the way i was with my i was with my my wife we were just dating at the time i think we were coming down from my cousin's wedding we stopped by a mall near where her, she went to college and I went in the bookstore there, and I saw the what, the most recent Magic the Gathering book released, and I opened it up, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, the font got smaller. And right then and there, I basically swore off all the Magic books, because I didn't necessarily want to ruin my eyes trying to read the books. <laughs> That'd be the Twilight Zone episode. He's like, I got all these books, and I broke it all the time, but I broke my glasses. <laughs> That's what you made me think of, Richard. No, I get that. I, I I read a couple books because I was really obsessed with the Weatherlight crew in Magic. And I mean, some people might get know what I'm talking about. It's a very old time ago, but I really like those characters. So I ended up reading like the Nemesis book and stuff about I barely even remember them. It's been so fucking long. Yeah, well, there's I think there was like two eras of Magic the Gathering books. The first was a little bit more original. And then you had all the books that basically were covering the lore of the series. And I, I read all the, quote, original stuff. But then when it started getting into more of the lore of the series, and I, I was just, you know, we're trying to work my way through it amongst other books and that that I had in my library. But it was good reading. I didn't know Magic had books or lore. So there's I so there's many books. So much, yeah. I mean, I you're, probably, there's a lot of lore. My probably tried to get me into Magic the Gathering, so I have a few decks and I've read the Planeswalker trilogy. Or I've read Agents of Artifice and Purifying Fire, which are both very good, but I got about halfway through Test of Metal. I, I was really into it when I was younger, but now I'm just, yeah, I, card games are just, because I mean, I, I have an addictive thing with card games, as Marvel Snap taught me, <laughs> the point where I, I mean, I never, like, I was like, I was like, hmm, I really want to spend 10 bucks on this game to get this mystery variant that will probably be garbage that I won't use. But then I get 500 gold and 500 tokens. I'm like, stop it, Mike, stop it. So, no, for, I. For the past year, I've been buying a box every time a new set for Digimon comes out. And Ooh, like Digimon's the last four boxes too. I haven't even opened. They're just collector items at this point because I love Digimon and I want to support it. 
Oh yeah, yeah no, Digi- Digimon needs all the support you can get. I've also heard Digimon's <laughs> kind of not pointless, but it's a lot harder. You have to buy theme decks and then build around it. Because I have a, uh, I have some friends. They're real good friends that they were in Digimon, but they stopped because they tried doing like a draft box, and the draft box yeah. did not have like any any way to build a deck out of that. Like, oh like, yeah, there's yeah. there's a set, and it's pretty much you will make two decks out of this set. Or you will not be making a deck at all. And one of them is a Digi Reaper deck. Okay. Digi Reaper is so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> hey Joe, I'm going to put in well, for all of you, you could check this out. Uh, it's the Wiki- Wikipedia article. All the Magic the Gathering novels that were released. Oh yeah, I just had to open on my phone to remember some of the names. It's so much. I want to read that War of the Spark book though, because oh, Nicobolos is awesome. War of the Spark. Oh, that's... The big event that happened a couple of years ago. That was pretty much... Yeah, 2019, I see it. Two books. Yeah. It was a big checkpoint in Magic the Gathering lore. I mean, like I said, I had... I had all the non-cycle books. And I really loved uh, Whispering Woods, Shattered Chains, Final Sacrifice. That trilogy was great. And I have to say this. He did a good... uh, He had a good idea in there by tying that trilogy into the other non-cycle book that was out arena so you know but yeah this that series is definitely deep in lore we just had a big event in um smite so there are now (laughs) 10 (laughs) character (laughs) skins for magic the gathering in smite (laughs) i tried smite once but i didn't want to get it familiar it's the god-based moba yeah it's God-based uh, League of Legends. Uh, my my husband really got into it. It's not bad. I like it more than League because they actually use actual gods and they go everything from Greek to to Roman to even like smaller ones from other uh, Polynesian. Yeah, um, that's cool. They've got Athorian, Babylonian, Celtic, Chinese. We have great old ones because people kept bitching for Cthulhu. Yeah, we have Klingon gods. That's Not cool. yet, but there <laughs> might be a crossover. We just, this next patch is going to be a event for VTubers. So Iron Mouse and Yonners are now officially skins for Smite. Shit, I might have to get back into Smite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can read them all off real quick, if that's okay. All the skins that came out. Jace Valerian is the Jade Emperor. We have Chandra as Pele, which is an extremely good choice. Liliana as Nuwa, Atraxa the Phyrexian as Thanatos, Karn as Atlas, and then the other chapter is Nicobolos for Tiamat, Vivian for Artemis, Teferi for Kronos, Nisa for Iset or Isis, and the Wandering Emperor for Mulan. Hmm. I have to admit, uh, when I saw they were they created characters for Scylla and Charybdis, I had to give them credit because well, the latter doesn't necessarily see enough when it comes to uh, media representation. Yeah, still has such a good mage. Charybdis could be better, but I there know. are people who can play her terrifyingly well. Oh, yeah. I would I would not doubt that. What was the last guy they added? Because off the top of my head, the last one I know they added that was I thought was pretty cool. Is they added uh, Maui, the god um, that's in the, the uh, Disney movie Moana. Yep. They him, yeah, they had him. We too. are currently in the season that they're calling the season of monsters. So we have uh, a Manticortis, the king of the Manticores, who's a hunter, 
And uh, we have Surtur, who is a warrior. But you can build him as an assassin, and he is amazing. Cool. I see that Ixchel came out April Oh, yeah, Ixchel just came out. And let's see, the Lightweaver from Mayan. Yep. Roommate was just like, who the fuck is Ixchel? And I'm like, the one of the major components of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They just look at me and go, <laughs> what the fuck is Ixchel? Uh, yeah. oh, cool. <laughs> yes, that was you the uh, one memory. object, I think, that was hers. Thank you, Hopefully the season, they're potentially hinting with the season trailer that we're going to get a new voodoo god. We Ooh. only have Baron Samadhi right now. I'm really hoping for Papa Legba. Why is it when you say Baron Samadhi, I think you said Samadhi, it made me think of 007 right away, live or let die? Because they <laughs> used the character name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good, probably very racist movie, unfortunately, now if I go back and watch it. But good film when I watch it back then. A lot of those James Bond movies are. A lot of those older movies are. Yeah, I mean, oh, I already know I'm sexist as hell, but it I'm was sure. Signs of the times, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. All right, anything else? Anything game wise you guys want to mention before we go on to our our main topic for Joe? Let's go to Joe's main topic. So, uh, is everyone at least? I know you said something earlier, Richard, uh, Mike, and Phoebe. You both familiar with the basis of Breath of the Wild? I haven't played it, but I've seen enough of it. Yeah. Played a little bit of Age of Calamity. Uh, ooh, Age, I need to play Age of Calamity, too. I do, too. Cause, cause that, hi, the original Hyrule Warriors is much better. Yeah, but... It, I gotta put it on the show. <laughs> it's it's story-wise. It's because it's story-wise that I need to play it. But Tears of the Kingdom. I've gotten past what is essentially the same thing as the first one. I got past Tutorial Island. And I played a little bit of the opening where they, they, they still kind of give you a hand-holding... I basically got to the part where they're like, okay, go look out, you know, go to the four villages again and look at that, but... Man, there's a lot of things they've added and taken away and stuff that they uh, that they haven't that they no longer there that I'm kind of OK with, but kind of bummed out. I'm not going to go into story spoilers because Richard's still on, you know, Breath of the Wild, all that. Plus, it, it starts off opening like there's not even a menu select. It's one of the things I love when they do a games where you turn the game on and it just straight starts lets you playing the game. But due to it's as you've seen the trailers, Ganon is back, and there's a he rises stuff from the surface, and there's a whole gloom going on that's uh, infectious. The map is now three times the size of it was originally. Holy, Holy shit. shit! Because now you have the ground floor, you have the sky above you, and there is the under area. The sky above you, there's you have a so let's start with the four new abilities. You have the ultra hand where you can pick stuff up and fuse things together. You can uh, uh that's your basically the weird uh vehicle building mechanic they have. You can make uh, items that fly, things that float, basically getting rid of the need for horses once you figure out how to. I believe there's another ability you can where you can store con- uh, contraptions, and as long as they're in your general area, you can make them. So, like, the easiest one would be. Uh, a piece of plank with four wheels and like a motor on the back so you can fly forward. There is the dive where as long as something's above you, you can go through it and swim upwards, I guess would be the term for it, which is a lot of puzzle mechanics that way and easier getting around. Uh, There's the weapon fusion, which solves one of the issues I had with the original Breath of the Wild, but take it away because part of the whole story mechanic is that now that the underground's open, there's a gloom going across the ground. And so instead of having you find like three different weapons, basically all the weapons are all rusted. So the only thing that's around now are rusted spears, rusted swords and things like that. And so you have enemies who drop items now and that's how you make those primo weapons. So I think like I beat like one of those big macoblins, the big tall ones. 
and I got his horn and I fused that with a rusted sword and it made like a blue glowy weapon and it was like the Macavlin horn sword and it went from like the rusted sword that had like maybe two attack to where this thing has six. So that's how they get around with like having to find all these different weapons, not being sure on what you like. I saw someone playing earlier where you can get a stick and then you can combine it with an opal and it makes it into a water wand. I gotta cool. get back to Breath of the Wild then, so I can get at least get that done, so I can then get to this one. <laughs> one day I want to play them. Fusions. I'm gonna. I had a very bad time with Breath of the Wild when I did it. God, when it came out, and I haven't gone back yet. Bre- Breath, of the, Breath of the Wild holds a very special place in my heart because I was actually in like a really bad sinkhole. I was getting to where I couldn't play games because I couldn't find anything I really liked. And I played Breath of the Wild, and it got me out of that because it was everything I've ever wanted in a video game. Now, Tears of the Kingdom is that plus more. But all around that that first tutorial, I got I got home at that I got home with the game at eleven. I got lucky, and there was uh, a poll going on. I got third in line. I got home, put the game on, and I was like, I'll be the tutorial island. You know, same thing like in the first game where it, it gives you your four abilities and kind of teaches you how to use it and teaches you about the area. And so I was like, all right, I'll beat this and go to bed. I finished it at four in the morning. <laughs> the speed run's already 98 minutes. Yeah, I saw the speed run's 98 minutes, but I'm here for a good time and a long time, not for a short time. Speedruns so. are a special kind of beast, like speedruns <laughs> of Breath of the Wild, where they just get a rock and like fly all the way to Ganon's Castle. Yeah. So, oh, and special. they they've redone a lot of stuff too. Like I know one of the speedrun strats was to whistle and run and it completely nulls out you using stamina, they decide to fix that to where if you try that now, it completely depletes your, your stamina fully. <laughs> That's funny. Aye, aye, aye. Some of the fusions that people have already been making like really the are selling me on this game. Yeah, the oh, big no. robot with the flamethrower penis is uh, I was like, yep, of course that but, happened. I mean, the internet. But the idea of attaching a bomb flower to your shield and then going to shield sir. So the bomb goes off, and it's a rocket jump, pretty much. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the minecart shield. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw the minecart shield one last night. That one was really cool, too. It looks, I mean, this game looks cool. Like, I was thinking about, like, hmm, I can pick this up. I'm like, no, stop it, Mike. You got too many things. <laughs> no, it's not the first time somebody's found a way to merge weapons in Zelda. If. If you want a way to save money, Mike, because I don't know if you're a big game saver, GameStop is do, which is what I did because I, you know, I beat games. I don't really see myself as a big collector. They have a whole list of games you can trade in. It's a pretty good chunk. I think it's like 100 games. And if you trade them in, you'll get 50 bucks off Tears of the Kingdom. I don't have anything they probably want. Do you? No, that's not true. You have Metroid Dread. I don't want to. I don't want to trade anything I have. How about that? Yeah. So if it's, if it's like that, then yeah, don't worry about it. Or there's the. No, it's not bad. It's just. Well, it's yeah. mainly if I, well, a big reason if I bought the second Zelda game, I still I bought Breath of the Wild the day it came out and I've never finished it. And my wife likes to remind me how I paid full price for that game and never played it, really. So <laughs> if I bought the second one, I would hear. <laughs> you bought, wait, 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 you bought it when it first came out and when it first came out it was only on Wii U. Yeah, I have, it on the, I have the Wii U version. Oh, what the fuck? And I played it a little bit. I got off the plateau. I was heading towards the first be- Divine Beast. This is before there's a lot of internet stuff, and anyone knows me. Like, I like to cheat. I like to look up things, and there wasn't anything to look up, and I was just confused and irritated. And I turned the game off and never went back yet. <laughs> I had talked a lot of shit about it for five years. <laughs> so, I'll admit I was a little bit the same way when I first played it. But, you know, and at that time, I didn't like the open world concept. And then I play- then you had me play the... The Tomb Raider Survivor timeline, and I love the open world setup now, and I'm having more enjoyment out of it. 
things are great. And wait, do you play more Assassin's Creed? Then you'll really get an open world. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm already surprised. This one, uh, second Assassin's Creed, and like less than an hour into the game, and Ezio's Et- getting lucky. You ain't oh, seen worry. nothing yet. You'll Richard. get to Assassin's Creed Three, and none of the uh, the viewpoints will mean anything. You'll still have to walk around to fill out your map. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about three. Uh, I don't like three. I'm not a fan of three either. <laughs> okay, I haven't played three in a you're long really time. giving me a negative feel on that on that three one. Hey, three um, will be a great episode when we finally cover it. Because when I do, when I do it, I also have a guy who's a U.S. history teacher who's on the show oh, quite yeah. often. So oh, it'll yes, be perfect. Yes. We can talk about what it gets right and what it gets wrong. Listen, you just <laughs> play one, the Ezio trilogy, four, Rogue Syndicate, and then you stop. No, I didn't, play I didn't like every. You play even the handheld ones. You play oh, everything you get your hands on because you're Mike. A, I'm that's I, the goal. I, I've already told you, Mike, I'm sticking to the main series. I won't do the handheld oh, yeah, no, you're ones. Can, Don't I'm do the mobile. The mobile's a fucking piece of I'm shit. I'm doing the DS and the PSP <laughs> games. So. Both DS games, the PSP games. Yeah. I just I do everything it. I can. You know and I know, I know somebody told me not to go for the feathers. Don't yeah. bother. You get some, You actually get something for it, but it ain't not like it's important. I'm, I'm doing, I'm I'm doing it mainly because, one, it's a col- one, I'm going to try and get full experience for the show Two, i understand why he's doing the feathers oh completely understand why he's doing the feathers uh ignoring the feathers part though i will tell you richard since you are playing it now if anything i do recommend getting all the map pieces whenever you find them because there's a there's a map that you in the like at your main castle thing and you have to have that map fully filled out to beat the game yeah. You mean like the for something for that uh that model? What do you mean? I can't remember any there of is, I, Assassin's Creed I, I I've already gotten to the you, uh, to the villa. Yeah. There that, there is a model of the area the villa's in mm-hmm. in the house. Or is there something I think that's what he talks for, about. There's like a room where I think your uncle takes you into and it's it's supposed to be a map where like the ultimate assassin armor is hidden. And yes. you, yeah, you have to fill out that map. Like you can't, you have to get that armor before you do, before you beat the game. And if you don't have it at a certain point, the game will tell you that it's stopping itself and you have to go look for those pieces of the map. It, it is a jigsaw puzzle to get to the ending. Yeah. And you, uh, one, it helps out to get that, that armor early as possible anyways, because you have like full health, I think. But also it's, it's less of a pain in the ass in the long run. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'll go for it. By the way, got all of those statues. Nothing's too bad in two, other than the feathers. Nothing's too bad. Is two have like the random like symbols you got to find on the building too, or is that Brotherhood yes. and later? Okay, I actually like that. Two or Brotherhood does it, and Brotherhood okay. is a lot better with the collectibles, just because Brotherhood's the first game in the series, if memory serves, where you can actually buy the maps from the stores that just tell you where they are. I can get map. I mean, I found that. Art shops have, uh, besides having paintings, which I purchased one of the paintings already. And as I was thinking about it yesterday, the painting I got, I thought of uh, the uh, the show, uh, the British show, Hello, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> because I always remember that in some of the episodes, the main character, Renee, had to make copies of the fallen Madonna with the big boobies. <laughs> okay. He has to make a copy of it for the German soldiers 
so they can keep the actual copy and give the copy to the Fuhrer. Oh, my God. The Gestapo man <laughs> wants them to make a copy of it so that he can tape it from the soldiers and keep it for himself. And the French resistance wants him to make a copy so that they can take the original and give it back to the, you know, get back, make sure it doesn't leave France. <laughs> this sounds like a plot point for an episode if Heil Hitler... Or Heil Honey, I'm Home actually got to be a show. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you've never heard of that, look I up the not. pilot on YouTube. I'd ra- <laughs> I I know of it because it is still ranked one of the worst television show ideas. Oh, it was it was something. I mean, like LOLO is set in uh, World War II occupied France, so that's taking place during the war. And, of course, you have an innkeeper who is helping the resistance, who is also having an affair with apparently two of the people at the, at, at, at the two of the ladies that work there. Sacre bleu! And, of course, uh, you have the, the nicely incompetent German soldiers who, yes, we are Germans, but we also admit that if something goes wrong, we want to have something to fall back on. I mean, the one guy gets spirited out off to England when they all get stuck in a, in, a, in a German POW camp. I mean, it'd be very shameful for a German officer to be stuck as thought as a as a British prisoner in a POW in a German POW camp. <laughs> yes, it would. And the French resistance is like there is like, listen to me very carefully. I will say this once and only once. And Renee's like, and she means it too. <laughs> and then <laughs> now they have to get them out of there. And they, the first, there's, they do a roll call. So they're all disguised as British airmen. And they walk up to the one guy who, when it's like, when they have to do their salute, like, you know, they do their salute. He goes, plop. <laughs> He's the one, and it's like, you don't look like a British airman to me. So he starts going, Hitler has only got one ball. That's the second time this week I've heard that song. Thank you. (laughs) If you had two nickels. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, I do have a question for Phoebe and Joe. Uh, Because I do kind of want to play the Age of Calamity. Do I need to play Breath of Wild first, or can I just play Age of Calamity? You can just go straight to Age of Calamity, because it's a prequel. Okay, that's what I thought. My wife bought it for me for Christmas, and I probably won't get to it this year. But I really want to play it, so I might just have to do it next. Just year. note that unlike Hyrule Warriors, which has the amazing adventure mode and the little challenge modes and everything, it is just the story. That's all I want. I don't like a lot of extra game modes because I have well, one, I have a podcast where I have to play games every week and I can't stop. <laughs> and two, more more importantly for me, I don't like a lot of extra stuff in my games. I want to just play a story, beat it, move on. So I'm, I'm okay. okay with that. Uh, Joe, I have a question for you. Is there a limit to how much you can fuse in Tears of the Kingdom? Like one object to another? Or is this going to become a Minecraft type thing where somebody's going to build a computer? No, no, no. This, this is limited. You can only fuse like two weapons. Like for instance, you can only fuse two weapons together. So like earlier, I, and it also matters as well because I fused a, a torch to a spear and it just became a really long spear as opposed to fusing the spear to a sword, where now it's still a spear, but it has a sword head. 
but you can't like fuse a spear to a sword and then fuse that to like a fire object and then fuse that to a shield. Okay. Do you make? Can you fuse a bomb to an arrow, or do they already have bomb arrows? <laughs> yeah. So, you, so here, here's the interesting part. There are no more multiple arrows. You have all you have now are arrows, and you can fuse items to the arrows. One of the cool things for you know people who are like me because I can't fucking aim is now they have <laughs> you can fuse the bat eyeballs to arrows, and they become homing arrows. Oh, that's good. Okay. Like, yeah, you fuse fire fire plants to arrows to make them fire arrows. And just all kinds of, uh, but the only issue that I've had with it, which I do think is annoying, is you have to do that for every arrow. So when I, basically what you do is you you aim the bow to pull the arrow back, and then you open a menu to fuse an item to that. You have to continuously do that if you want to continuously fire fire arrows. So you can't just mass uh, create 20 fire arrows. You have to individually each time do it. Yeah, that's like the only issue I've had with the game so far. That will be patched out. That has to be something they're looking at. Yeah, it, sure it, what do you that's mean? That's how we had thing. to do it in Link's Awakening. You took up two slots. You put bomb on B and you put the arrow on A. Yep. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That's a good game, though. I am sad that they got rid of uh, the, what is it, the, the detonatable bombs that you used to have in Breath of the Wild. Now it's just, if you have bomb plants lying around, that's how you make bomb arrows. That's fine, though. They had to do something different. I mean, other, they didn't want the game to feel like a copy as much as it already kind of sounds like it's, it's kind of a copy. Well, I mean, not. It sounds much, much more, but the fact that they're, you know, using the same style. I have to admit that some of those shrines where you had to bomb A, bomb B, but you can't <laughs> have bomb A close to bomb B because if you, clo- if you have to blow up B and then A is too close, bomb A will go blow and blow up. And if you need to do them separately, then you must make sure they're not too close to one another. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. I, I I miss being excited for Zelda, but I did get I did get excited today because the amiibo came in the mail today that I ordered Ooh, because I have I have I have almost all the Zelda amiibos that they're all open because I'm a fiend. But yeah, I ordered the Breath of the Wild one right away. I was like, ah, I might never see this again, so let's order it. Oh, they they've proven all that stuff is a scam. I think pop figurines and amiibos they don't drop in value if they're out of the package. As a guy who collects Funko Pops, that is completely false. So, well, Funko said that they they shouldn't be allowed to drop in value if they're taken out of the box. Yeah, but the the world that that I that buys them disagrees. Yeah, I know. I mean, I can get an out of box Funko Pop. Like I have the Arkham Knight. I paid five bucks for it, and if it would have been in box, it wouldn't have been five bucks. So. Technically, so, I only yeah. have one Funko Pop myself. I wish I could yep. say that. I can't. I yeah. cannot say that. Although the Funko Pops that were my late wife's now belong to my teenager. I fell in love with Funko Pops, so I'm, I'm I, yeah, I have over hundreds of them. Well, I, I'll admit the what the first one I I got my wife was act was Captain Hook from uh, Once Upon a Time. Oh wow. Some of those are worth money now. Uh, yeah. If you have older ones, because they, I have, I have a few signed actually, because that's what I, like one of my, one of my prized possessions now is I have a Boba Fett uh, Funko Pop signed by the two actors from Empire Strikes Back and Ooh. Return of the Jedi signed it. I play Boba Fett, and if I, when I want to meet Tamora Morrison someday and the kid, and have them both sign it too, so I have all four signatures on one Funko Pop. Mm. That'd be awesome. So it, it looks actually, really cool. I'm really I'm happy actually, with it. I know next month uh, my. Teenager and I are going down to too many games. It's a convention. I know it's usually. I know that they have it in Philadelphia. They have it in Wisconsin too. My old okay. city, Milwaukee. Cam Clark is supposed to be there. Oh, I know. You'd probably like to meet him because he's Leonardo. Oh, 
Yeah, that's why the name's off. Like, that name sounds really familiar. Well, I'm going to take down one of my uh, strategy guides for him to sign. No, it's a fun experience meeting, meeting you know, people. Like, I'm going to Boston later this year. Strict, I mean, the main reason why we're planning this trip and spending a lot of money is to go meet Freddy Krueger for the for the only time. Because my wife oh, is a, just loves Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's like, this guy ain't getting any younger. And yeah. he Not never dead. comes here. So I'm you're, really angry. So you're, you're, meeting the, you're meeting Robert England. Yep, we're meeting Robert England. And then, then we're going to go run around Boston and go to Salem and do other stuff. But it's like the main reason we're taking this trip is to go meet him. And I'm like, cause she, my wife has a poster that she's been getting signed by different actors. And she's got the guy that did the voice of Ghostface in the Scream movies. She's got Hellraiser. Oh, Night. Uh, what else? She has no Jasons yet. Two Michael Myers. Texas Chainsaw. Like she's just going around and getting different actors to sign it. And it's like, that's like her crowning jewel that she wants is to have Robert England sign it. Well, this like, sucks. I was supposed to move back home like a month or two ago, and now it's got to be pushed back another year. I would have bought you food. Oh, was it Boston? Yeah. Oh, I would have met you for sure then. Mike, you so. you need him to like record Freddy Krueger going like, welcome to games my mom found. And it's, yes! it, it, <sighs> it's Spooktober bit. That'd be the greatest opening. For you know how much that would cost me? <laughs> Pro- no, you just no. have him do it while he's signing shit. Like no, $5. You, <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. Like, I think they usually do like a video like that for like Dirty Bone. It's not that expensive. Hell, he probably- have, I mean, oh, at, at the, uh, I know it. Well, they're going to have Charles, what's his name now? Charles Martinet. That's it. That's it. <laughs> He's really nice, by the way. I met him once. I'll never meet him again because once was enough, but. Really nice guy. He doesn't say much. He just goes, yippee, and says all the Mario stuff. But he's, I bought a really cool poster that he wrote my name on and signed a whole bunch and writes just love Yeah, stuff unfortunately, on. he's going to be a, he'd be a costly one to meet. It's like $60 just for. Uh, I spent more than that. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be spending that much. I mean, I want Cam Clark's signature. I definitely want that. And I think they have the one woman who voices Zelda. But I'm going to have Cam Clark sign one of my Eternal Darkness go- uh, books. Oh, that's cool. You should. It means a lot to you. You definitely should. I mean, there's something special about meeting meeting these people. And just like I met Jonathan Franks once and he's actually coming back in June. I might go meet him again. <laughs> yeah, he's what he's a he's a he's a Bethlehem boy, I believe. He's an awesome. I mean, and it's funny when I met when I met him, he's just like Will Riker. I'm like, yeah, this is not that far off right from the from the character. <laughs> I mean, last time we were there, my teenager got autographs from Vizzy Pop. Oh, cool. And a couple others. Uh, we both got an autograph from Richard Horvitz. Oh, that would have been fucking awesome. And Zim? Uh, <laughs> hey, my teenager got a moxie picture with him with his autograph on it. Aw. Aw. Because they like uh, Has Been Hotel and Hell of a uh, Boss. Hell of a Boss, yep. Yeah, that was... <laughs> he, they even showed... Uh, him a picture they drew as we drove down to the convention they drew it in the car oh wow that's talented <laughs> yeah he was impressed yeah so his, her, their autograph is like a human called me a possum i am not a possum <laughs> oh yeah and i i i remember him from a bunch of stuff i actually surprised him because there was one I used to watch Head of the Class when it was on ABC years and years ago. And I always remembered this one character. I could not remember the name of the episode or the name of the character. But he described himself as 
how he would how he described his character to the others. You remember that alien and alien that did covering his face with his hand? Yeah, I'm like that alien. And when I brought that up to Horovitz, he's like, I was just thinking about we were just talking about that the other day. He remembered the name of the character and everything. And it sort of impressed him by remembering that. I don't think voice actors ever forget what roles they do. And it's really no. weird. If you ever meet Phil Lamar, you like I brought I met Phil Lamar and I brought up Hall's playing Metal Gear Solid 4 and he did the vamp voice and said something. For, I'm, I'm pretty sure from the game I didn't remember. So I just went, oh, that's awesome. I had no <laughs> idea, but also super cool guy. Yeah, but I also got a I got a picture of him from uh, of Daggett. He's like as he's writing it out, it's like he's really doing he's getting into the character. He's like, uh, who do I sign this to? I was like, Richard, that's my name. <laughs> but I also met, met uh, Daniel uh, Piscina. God damn it. I'm pulling a blank on how you pr- pronounce his name. That's fine. We can come back when, it, when you remember. Uh, it, well, it was he was the he was John, the original Piscina. Yeah. The original, the original Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, oh, okay. Johnny Cage. Oh, cool. That he ha- cool. Actually, a fan had him, had took the picture that was in for his friendship in the game. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he re- he got digitized, made, you know, a fan did that, and he gives them out as autographs. We even have a picture with him. So I'll share that, t- I'll put that in the chat so you guys could see that. You should put it on the Discord, too, for people after they hear this. I'll do that then. <laughs> you go on your Discord to see a link in the show notes. <laughs> see, like, I, I've met all these people and like, Stephen King or Matthew Mercer and shit, but everybody I get, I either have pictures with or for Kevin Eastman, there's a video on YouTube with him. But they're cool. I don't look at any of those anymore because they're pre-HRT. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I get that. H. Hormone uh, replacement treatment. Ah, okay. There we go. I just put him in chat there. No, I completely get that. I mean, that's a different, you know, a different time. So. A different me? Yeah. Pretty. <laughs> I don't know how to say it politically correct. Or so, correct. So, some, someone someone out there edits those photos for you. I, you can find them. <laughs> oh, God. I could probably get that. Because Jill Thompson and Kevin Eastman were awesome. I, w- I would meet him if I got the chance, I'm sure, too. Okay, I'm... I'm I'm sad. I have I met the Green Ranger before uh, oh, before before he passed. Yeah, and I'm really fat in that photo, and I, I hate that photo. <laughs> I know, what you, but hey, yeah. you got to meet him though. I mean, that's that's a big yeah. Deal. And I, I still have yeah. I need to I need to shrink wrap the the toy I had him sign. And yes, you do. And that that that's why I brought that up too because you said like, oh, I can't have I can't have what what is it? Funko Pop, Freddy Krueger. No, who played? Freddy oh, Robert Krueger? England. Yeah, you can have Robert England do that. Like I remember when I went and. Whenever you meet celebrities, there's time if you mention something, if the, even if you guys in the record, I'm sure he'll be like, you can listen to it and see if I, if it sounds good. And if not, he'll probably redo it for free if he wanted to. But like, they're, oh. they're usually really nice people. So we'll see how it goes. It, it could happen. <laughs> I know I'm going to be dropping. We're doing the photo. Sh- we're doing the photo thing and we're doing the signature. My wife already told me. So I'm like, oh, OK. There goes like three hundred dollars. Actually, there's a, there's only one star that I there's certain stars I wouldn't mind getting an autograph from, but there's one I definitely would love to get an autograph from, and that's Andrew J. Robinson. How do I know that name? It sounds familiar. Mike should know the name. Sure, but Mike does not. Why? He's done. Oh, I, I, I understand. He can be forgettable. He's just a plain, simple tailor. It is not clicking. Derek, you fool! Oh, from. Okay, D Space Nine. All right. Oh! <laughs> 
Oh, that reminds me. Last thing on this topic because I want to move on. I I, ha- I was gonna meet Jeffrey Coombe. I had the opportunity. I was like, okay, he's coming to, the, but the same convention he's coming to, I'm gonna be in Boston during that week. Oh, damn it! It was either meet Robert. It was either meet Robert England or meet Jeffrey Coombs, and it means more to my wife to meet Robert England. But I would have met Jeffrey Coombs in a heartbeat. But Reanimator. <laughs> Unfortunately, seen that movie. I ain't covered it. Go look that episode up, Sarah. I hate that movie. You can hear me bitch for two hours. But the best Ratchet from the best Transformer series. I want to see him because he plays God that character in Deep Space Nine. Wayland? Oh, not Wayland. Wayun. He Wayun. plays Runt. He, he plays, plays a lot of people. He plays a lot, but yes, yes. He plays yes. a bunch of different aliens. You can't tell he, it's him, but I hear that voice. I'm like, yep, that's him. Death. Who does he, he play? In Lower Death. Uh, he's oh, I haven't a watched Lower Death. AI computer. Okay, it's such a good show. Oh, and I want to go on to TV movies, but before we go that, I have one comic thing to mention real quick that I've been reading. I started reading the, I think it's a 2015 Star Wars run, which takes place between Episode 4 and Episode 5, which is all canon right now. That's really good. I'm about 20 issues in. I'm starting to reread that. I'm really having a good time with that. Highly recommend that. And now Lucas and uh, now Lucas and Disney is hurt. will hear this and say, we need to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they wouldn't appreciate the way I'm reading it either, so. But yes, it's yeah. really good. I mean, they just made Shadows of the Empire semi-canon again with Survivor. Really? Oh. Okay, don't talk, please, anymore. I don't want to know anymore. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you made me happy, because Shadows of the Empire is mwah. You can go listen to our game episode and comic episode about those. But yeah, I love Shadows of the Empire. All right, and for TV, I have, let's see, I don't think I have any TV shows. All I've been watching is RuPaul, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah I don't really... <laughs> Well, I shouldn't say I'm not really watching. My wife watches it, and I'll be around with her when she has it on. Yeah, I was looking through Netflix today, and I finally decided I'm going to take a little time. I'm going to watch something on Netflix. So I started watching Wednesday. Oh, not bad. It's a good show. I need. Oh to yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm. Let us ta- let us take note that here that Mike is praising something Tim Burton directed. I know. I've seen three or four episodes of it. My wife was watching it, but it, I liked it. What I saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, know I'm not a fan of Tim Burton. Man, Mike, so you're saying you're really? not excited You're not excited for Tim Burton coming back and making Beetlejuice 2, and the girl that plays yes. Wednesday Adams is going to be playing the daughter of the girl in Beetlejuice? Yes. No. I am excited <laughs> for Michael Heaton saying, you want to get nuts? Let's get oh, nuts. In a current no. movie, but that's fine. I, no. I'm really excited for that Flash movie. <sighs> I really hope Ezra Miller is just not in it, but yeah. I'm excited for it, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's fine. Like I said, I, I forgot what I mentioned earlier, but I, I still have a theory that, like, once that movie comes out, they're going to be like, nope, we've cut all ties with Urza Miller. Oh, they, <laughs> once that movie, like, if you think about it, like, they said that how everyone could come back but Henry Cavill. If you notice, Henry Cavill is the only one that didn't have a current movie coming up, where Wonder Woman is in Flash, and I know that because I have a Funko Pop, and, Michael, you know, Van Affleck's in that movie, so they couldn't say, yeah, they're all done because they had a current project coming, so they kept their mouths shut. But none of them are coming back. They're all gone. Completely reset. He'll be well, gone too. Yeah, that's what the, that's one thing. The movies are starting to really reflect the comics now with every freaking multiverse out there. I think I was also reading today. I saw something. I guess I saw something on YouTube, and I looked into Lucifer, and apparently the Lucifer series is part of the Arrowverse. Yeah, yeah. It's its own separate Earth. It is Earth six six six. Man, I was so into that Arrowverse at one time, and whew, did yeah. I fall off that? Look, Lucifer is its own series. It only attaches to something the one time, and Lucifer is a very, very good show. 
I just don't have time for a lot of TV lately. Like I'm I'm watching Mandalorian season three again, but that for the podcast also. <laughs> but I'm rewatching trying to rewatch that. I finally Yeah, started. that doesn't surprise me. I mean Star Wars. This is my year of Star Wars. I finally started The Mandalorian. That show is really fucking good. It is really good. It takes some turns and but it's it's a very good show. It, it has hit her message. Don't get that. used to Kara doing too much because she disappears after season two because she did, turned out to be an idiot. Did you see what they <laughs> did to her character? Just in season three, there's a comment. They say, yeah, she left. No, worse. So they they asked where she goes. And I, I'm not going to spoil for who it is, but they're like, oh, she went to go take uh, some bad guy to jail. And whenever they go, they find out that something happened to the ship. They fly out to the <laughs> ship and you see Cara Dune's arm sticking out in the rubble in space. So they confirm that she's dead. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Thank you. I can bring it up <laughs> when I record later this week. Yeah. It's, uh, okay, cool. It's really I mean, no, she deserved it. I mean, I don't whatever. Well, I mean, I do care what your political beliefs are. But whoever you are, if you're a famous person, don't go on the fucking Internet. And start spouting out hate and bullshit. Just keep your mouth closed. Like, I'm, I mean, I spout a lot of crap on this podcast, not hate, because I'm not <laughs> in that. But, like, if I was famous, which I am not, I would keep my mouth sh- I'm already careful what I say, and I'm not famous at all. I, I won't be saying, I try not to say dumb shit on the internet. Like, come on, people. Like, you're famous. You can't be making tweets saying, like, oh, this is fake. Oh, like, you can't do that. <laughs> you, you get what you deserve. <laughs> all right, Joe, any shows you're watching you want to mention? Well, I guess it's that time now. It's Joe's Anime Corner. Anime yes. Corner. Corner where I talk about the shows from Japan. I've got three shows. One I haven't watched because I have not had time to watch the first episode. So I'll go with that. It's, uh, what the hell is this fucking show called? Oshinoko. There is a list of animes where... Is that is that top anime list? This anime, the first episode alone, basically beat whatever was there currently so it was the number one anime all across the world for like i think like a month and it's about an idol and she has a pair of twins and it has something to do with like they have stars in their eyes and it has to do with them becoming their full potential and so the twins end up growing up and becoming the boy ends up becoming like a detective but he's not a detective he's just solving crimes and the daughter is like a japanese idol but that also goes into the whole like, oh, like how fucked up the idol world is in Japan. Because like, you know, you can't have a boyfriend and you have to do a bunch of CD shit to get to the top. Most weird fucked up shit in Hollywood or being famous kind of stuff like that. And I heard the show is really good, but I haven't watched it. The second one, which I have watched, is uh, Hell's Paradise. That one is completely absurd and up its own ass. Uh, the main character is a ninja in Japan and uh, he's been captured and put on death row. And he can't be killed. There, there's there, like the whole the first half of the first episode is them trying to kill him. They have this whole thing where it's like, oh, well, you know, in Japan, it's a feudal Japan. In feudal Japan, if you try to cut someone's head off, if you don't do it right, it could take anywhere between two and seven whacks. They cannot cut his head off. He's like hypertensing the muscles in his neck to keep them from like the like, they're like, this is the fifth blade I've broken so far. It's a really dark show. The whole concept is is that the shogun of Japan, a part of Japan currently, wants like an elixir of life. And like they're like, well, why can't he send his own men towards it? And there's a scene where they're like, all right, guys, see you later. Let us know when you come back from the island. And then like a month later, they see the same boat come back and it's just full of body parts. But there's like flowers growing from the body parts. So it's all kinds of weird fucked up area. And so the whole plot point is, is there's like six main characters and their handlers who are all people that use katanas. And they're like, all right, you're all on death row. 
if you can go to the island and find the elixir of life for the shogun, you get a full free pardon. You don't have to. You're no longer on death row. And you can go amongst your way and be on with it. And that's the premise for that show. <laughs> okay. And, I don't watch any anime anymore, unfortunately. And uh, the other one is Mashal, which is magic and muscles, where the main character lives in a world where everyone knows magic except for him. So he punches his way out of situations. <laughs> so he... <laughs> okay. He, and he, he, it's like, well, he, he should be a great main character. Nope. Not a goddamn thought in that boy's head. And the only thing he cares about is sweets and cream puffs. And they have like the situation where he's like, I saw a clip of it because I, I watched the first episode where there's a guy. And he's like, that's right. Meet my magical dragon attack. It's been known to knock out five people. And he just punches it out of the way. And he's like, <laughs> OK. OK. And that, that, that's my anime corner segment. That's, that's pretty much the shows that I watch. OK. And Phoebe, do you have anything you want to mention? All right, so one, Trigun Stampede is amazing. Ah, uh, I love fucking Trigun Stampede. So, so the original Trigun <laughs> is perfect. Do not get me wrong. It's still one of my top ten along with like Ergo Proxy or Steins Gate. But this new one is a bit closer to the manga. Uh, the first 12 episodes are actually a prequel somewhat to the original series. And it is so fucking good. It, uh, I'll have to that down. I have to catch up with the more recent episodes this new season so far, which for Mercury, but it is definitely up there as one of the best Gundams that they've ever made. It's the one where they actually talk of oh, that, that's the one with the redhead main character, right? Yep, it's Suleta. I love yeah. Suleta. <laughs> While editing, my roommate has been watching this. I don't know what the name of the show is, but it's a reverse Izakai. It's a necromancer skeleton guy. Oh, yeah. That, um, that's it, like the he hero is dead. Yeah, he gets reincarnated into our world and oh, possesses okay. a male idol, like a, just a, a K-pop boy band member. <laughs> okay. And it, just, it goes places. Besides yeah. those, started and finished The Mandalorian Season 3. Nice! Wow, like that, that third episode hits. What's the third oh. episode again? That's the one where we're just following former Empire people for. Oh, that's a, yes, that's a good one. For forty minutes of that episode, and then something happens, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the characters. Empire's in the right. Yeah, that I forgot. I just watched the first two again. I'm trying to get all eight done before Wednesday and yeah. watch it with my wife. So we'll see. My wife has a. I start watching Mandalorian. And we'll watch an episode. Of She's like, "Okay, time back on, for more RuPaul." It was either on your server or on Bill's server that somebody said that the middle of the season was the weakest part. I can't remember. I, I really enjoyed her. the middle of the season. I did not like the last episode until the very end because when I, you find out what the main villain's big plot point and plan was, I was like, "This is the dumbest fucking thing I've I ever heard." At the moment, I, I disagree, but I don't remember it as well. So. I, Listen to my episode that will be published later in June. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> spoil it for people, but I it's... Can't, I liked it, but I, I don't really remember. I haven't seen it, but my guess is is that he wants to eat Grogu to obtain his powers. That's my It guess. is practically that. No. Oh, it's that type it. of stupid. No, it's not, you know what? Fuck you, it. I'm going to say it. It's it. close okay to Dark Empire. It? It's close yeah. to what Dark Empire did in the comics back in yeah, the 90s. Yeah, it, it is. I am making clones of myself that can utilize the Force. And I'm just like, What? I, I like, I still, okay, no, I just completely disagree with you. I like that a lot. <laughs> I would have been okay with it if, when Force Awakens was first getting announced, my big fan theory was that somebody was making a biological weapon that could kill middle chlorians, because at the very least, then you had the potential to kill the Force. Star Wars wants you to forget that it was ever in the movies, by the way, so. Uh, God. 
was never uh, mentioned again after the prequel bes- stuff. Besides that, the be. big show I watched and finished was Man in the High Castle. I've heard of that one. Yeah, so it's imagine an alternate timeline where the Axis won World War II. Jesus Christ! But but video. It's now 1962. People keep finding these film reels that show the Allies winning, showing the first H-bomb, just all these different things that never happened in their timeline. Uh, And all these films are being potentially sent out by this guy called The Man in the High Castle. The show is very good, surprisingly enough, but the big drawback on it for some people will be it is a character-driven show. It has its main characters, it has its plot points through these main characters, and because of that, once you finish the fourth season, which is the final season, it ends on a perfect note for a character-driven show, but not one for a world-driven show. It pretty much sets up that, yes, we could write another ten seasons past this point, but since these characters' stories are over, we are done. That's fine. I don't think that would I mean much as I'd be interested in the world. That 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 seems fine. Yeah. But as a character driven show, it is awesome. OK, you got my attention by um, saying Nazis. So I was going to say we've watched a few movies as well. The Batman, the one with Robert Patterson. Yeah, that movie is really good. <laughs> it is nice to finally see a Batman movie that remembers that he is the world's greatest detective and not some superhuman. That movie also it's, thinks it's Saw, so... But, yeah. yeah, I was fine with that. It's, it's a, I didn't However, like it as much. the CGI Super Sons movie is awful. I, I want to do that one for the show. Okay. Oh, we need to get Super back to Super Sons? This. So uh-huh. the, 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 there's a new movie. It's, a, it's the weird, gross, like, CGI, but it's, like, cartoon. Uh, it's supposed to be about Clark Kent's son, John Kent, and Damian Wayne. I also want to do this show because I know... Uh, Somewhere can just just Ken will just doesn't know blow, why. will just blow up over how goofy this fucking movie is. Yeah, and I guess Starro shows up and starts taking over people's bodies. So Starro is the main villain, and it is a very good version of Starro. Starro does not get enough love. He really doesn't. I was gonna say, so far the three iterations of Starro I can think of are Justice League Gun, uh, not Justice League Unlimited, Batman Beyond, where he's perfect, The Suicide Squad, where he's perfect. And this, where he's the best part of the film. Oh, okay. (laughs) My God, some of this... This is a Warner Brothers movie, and some of the animations... Like, there was a scene where Jonathan Kent is running from something. Uh, It looks worse than Ruby Season 1. Oh, that's bad. (laughs) Yeah! I was like, oof! Yeah, I just looked it up. (laughs) When the former college student who went to school and got a degree in computer animation and game design can do a better run animation for that. And it's been six years since I've touched Maya. That's fucking saying something. <laughs> Phoebe, are you caught up with Ruby? Yes. Okay, cool. You and me are friends now. Yeah, no, the, that new season I thought was going nowhere. And then when they had this, it was just like, oh, it's a little bit of world building. Ha ha ha. It's this alternate I... dimension. And then all of a sudden they do the season finale. I'm like, this is one of the most important episodes they've done in the show ever. I I refuse to watch Ruby. I'm not watching Ruby till it ends because I'm still not over the Clover death of the gayest couple they've had on that show. And it's physically hurt me to where I can't watch it anymore. Oh, do you do you mean uh, Crow and 
Yes. Yeah. 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 I can't I can't watch that show because of that anymore. I'm like, you know what? I like you, Ruby, but you're going to have to end. Watch this new season. Uh, We get some heavy Neo stuff. Yeah, I've 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 seen clips of it. And if it if it wasn't for the fact that I like John, I would have given up on the show a long time ago. No, the show I have for the past few seasons been in a decline of like, I I just have to push through. We're so close to the end of the show. We're so (laughs) close to the end. And then this season happened and I went, I'm right back in. Okay, maybe maybe that's that's what it is then. Maybe that's what it is then. Maybe I'll watch this new season. Yeah, this season was the best in quite a while. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I can't think of it. Okay, Richard, do you have any other shows you want to mention or movies? No, nothing really. I mean, I have a couple movies still. Yeah, go ahead with your okay. movies. I watched Scream 5 while high, which was good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Every so often, like I, I like on a Sunday nights because I don't work Mondays, I'm like, okay, this is the day that I can have an edible. I can get high. We can watch a movie, especially if I don't have any recordings, which I do have recordings. This, so I'll be doing it tomorrow. But of course, it's on Saturday. Like I and I, my wife, like, oh, let's watch Scream. I'm like, okay, sure. And as the edible kicked in at some point, like, I really enjoyed that movie. I don't remember what happened. I just know that when I went to bed that night, I kept being, I kept being paranoid someone's going to break in our house and murder us. I'm like, Mike, shut up. You're fine. Like, nobody's working in here. That, no, no, that's fair. Ghostface is terrifying in 5 and 6. Like, it's, 5 was really, really, like, I have no, I'm not a guy into, like, horror movies in general at all, but I really enjoyed Scream 5. Like, I was like, this is a good movie. I want to watch 6 now. They just dropped that on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. recently so it's on there five and six i think maybe the yeah the rest are too but i don't eh, i'll watch them at some point but yeah, it was fun i'm I'm kind of sad that they killed david arquette in that movie yeah i mean david they were arquette. kind of doing something different you got to put away your old character sometimes yeah, and... but i like dewey he's such a fucking goofball and then like i was because like i i was telling my husband because we didn't remember any of that movie and like whenever they show like them wheeling out a body i kind of like leaned over to him and i'm like that can't be dewey because two cops died in there and they're in a hospital. Maybe they're wheeling away the the first cop and he's in there okay. And then the movie ended and I'm like, oh, I guess I can just go fuck myself. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I have no, like, but I have no nothing for the screen movie. So, like, it's like, okay, cool. I haven't seen, I've seen one and then that was it. So, I haven't seen anything since one. So, it didn't, like, it didn't affect me in any way or matter to me. But I thought it was a good film. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I'm like, this is entertaining. This is it ties back to the first one. It was just a cool movie. So, and because I watched two movies high so far, that and Punisher Warzone. <laughs> what was that? That's okay. Though. But no, I, I enjoyed Scream 5. And then I another movie I, I mentioned, or I want to mention, I saw Star uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi in theaters because it came back for one week only. Yeah, that so sounds nice. I went and saw that. That was really good. And Peter, if you're listening to this, I didn't run away from the Rancor scene like I did when I was when I was like when I was a kid and I saw it in theaters when they had the special editions. <laughs> I was terrified of the Rancor. I, no, I, I did. There was, a, there was a second of me that kind of sh- that kind of like sh- shuddered a little bit when the rain core came. I'm like, Mike, you're fine. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. It was just it was just fun. And I went and bought a couple Funko Pops for the 40th anniversary, too, because I was so excited. But <laughs> it was really good. It was really good to see it in theaters again. Like, that's what I love that movie. And all I can think about when I when I see the ending of Return of the Jedi now, all I can think of is I think it was November. November something in 2020 when all of a sudden everybody in Facebook was playing that song and dancing for some reason. A lot of people were. But yeah. Yeah. That's what I always think of now when I when I see the end of Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the date. I just remember like when it happened, people were like, there were videos of people just dancing in gas stations, just random places. I remember I put the song on, I danced and cried and was so happy. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the date. But yes. 
And you guys, are, I have one movie I want to go out on. You guys, have any other, any other things you want to mention before we go on our last topic? Yeah, I've been reading a lot more comics. Oh, what have you been reading? <laughs> the newest run, The Glass House for Sandman Nightmare Country. Super good. But there's really not that many bad Sandman things out there besides maybe Overture. Uh, I'm still slowly trying to get through Sandman. Sandman is so good. I'm on volume six. What we yeah. need to record next for the show. That's is that Fables and Recollections? I I just know we did a game of you, which is coming out later this month. The weakest one. (laughs) And besides that, Fables is back. It's still super good. I recently started a DC horror comic that's under the Black Cable called The Nice House on the Lake. It is phenomenal. If you are a big fan of horror comics, you have to give The Nice House on the Lake a shot. Ooh. I am not. I just really want to read that. I think it's what Gotham's Last Night or Batman the Last Night or something like that, where he's carrying Joker's head in a in a pan or something. Oh, Last Ronin. Last Ronin is so good. Oh yeah, I'm actually going to be amazing. covering that later this year for the podcast. Can't wait for the video game. Yeah, yeah Last Night. That's the one I I somebody posted a figure set of it, and I was like, I need to read this damn book. So. Oh, for the last night? Yeah. I also need to read Last Ronin, too. I don't know anything about it other than I know who the Ronin is. But I, I'm. It's we've been going through the TMT stuff, me and a friend of mine, Red Fox or Rich. And so we're, we're once we get to 50, then we're going to take a break and read Last Ronin and some other stuff. Yeah, I really be. need to start that IDW. It's really damn good. But I also have to start the Sonic comics. <laughs> well, I, I have a, oh, I have a, a thing lot like, to read like, for Sonic so comics. There's a lot to read yeah. for, for TMNT. Oh, God. I, I have a timeline that I'm following. The, the next one that I'm recording, which is Monday, I'm recording about TMT and Ghostbusters, which is canon to the TMT series. Oh. Because IDW owns both. Don't so remind me that they also own Ghostbusters. IDW is just going to gain every paycheck I have. Yeah. All right. And the last movie I want us to go out on is. I, I went and saw yesterday, before I can mention on this podcast, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I was really excited to go see. Okay, Mike. I hated Thor. I hated fucking Ant-Man. Fucking love Guardians 3, dude. I hated Thor. I haven't seen Ant-Man because of all the hate. I'm And I was busy, so I'm just waiting for Disney Plus to get it soon. At, Ant-Man is like you biting into like a jelly-filled donut and then finding out there's no filling. <laughs> I was excited for Ant-Man, then the reviews were just so bad, and everybody was bitching, I'm like, I'll just wait. It's not bad, but I, one thing, like, you know how we talk about, like, being, seeing a movie, seeing a movie, like, in a, like, kind of like a bad state affects the movie as well? Oh, God, yes. I had really bad food poisoning to the point to where I was sweating, and so I basically emptied out my stomach and went to the movie theater and was like, I can't even fart, because if I do, I'll probably shit my pants. And that that was me the entire movie. And I was like, was it the movie or was it the fact that I was sick the whole time? And I was like, I'll blame the movie. The movie was bad. I you probably rewatch it when it comes to Disney plus then. Yeah. I'll probably eat an edible fry. No, I, so I was the same. Guardian three was just like, I hated guardians two, which is on file. You can listen to our episode where I, guardians, I just two. guardians two fucking sucks, dude. Some people love it. A lot of people love it. Ashley, when I brought it up, I just fucking hate it. But this is going to hide underneath this table comedy. now. It had dark, dark, dark ass shit happening but it works the villain is good like i only have one complaint with the movie and that's I the end that has something to do with the ending but other than that it is a great great movie i also have one complaint about the movie and it's not about the ending it's about the gen it's the general part it's not a big complaint and i'll, I'll go ahead and uh talk about it here since it's not that big of a spoiler 
I'm mad that Rocket's in a coma for like three fourths of the movie. Yeah, I mean, really? It, it's okay. Uh, you get him yeah. another one. Yeah, well, it's, it's, he's in a coma and it's explaining his backstory, which is an absolutely fantastic telling. And it, it, it hurts your soul to watch what happens to him. But like, he, I was like, oh man, I wish it wasn't in there. But you have all these, you know, callbacks and you have all these interesting character moments. And then you have the part where you, they go to a planet and you hear Hatsune Miku playing in the background. <laughs> and I'm dying of laughter because it doesn't make any fucking sense. But okay. It's a James Gunn movie. It makes sense. Yeah. It worked extremely well. And like, even though there's a dumb, there's a joke that some people are complaining about where they call Cosmo a bad dog and he, and she's like, take it back, take it back. And it keeps going on and on throughout the movie. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds accurate. If a dog could talk, that seems yeah. completely accurate. Good grief. It's fucking funny. Like it, it just, if you have a thing for, if you have trauma to deal with animals, you know, being abused and stuff like that, you have to be warned that it can really mess you up. I, I have a good friend of mine where she had a dog that died and she can't handle anything with like that. And I wonder, I said, the movie's great, but if you're going to go see like be warned, there's animal stuff that's could affect you. Like you've got to know that going in because it's like a good friend of mine, Kendall, who's been on the show, you know, he mentioned it like he loved, you know, he enjoyed it. He would have enjoyed the movie, but just the, the, the stuff with rocket was just too much. And I get it. It's, it's extreme. I mean, yes, it is comic accurate. So I'm more okay with it. And it fits a point. It didn't feel like, violent to be violent it felt to be violent to tell a story to make you connect more and it does but you just you have to be prepared for it depending on the person because it it's it's dark and it can be a little hard i'm also surprised that this movie didn't end with any of the main cast dying me too and that kind of, <laughs> to be honest it bugs me that like because my prediction of this movie before it came out was that all the characters can be put away they're all going to be gone and they're never coming back and that's what i want personally because I want them to put away all the old characters at this point. Like, you already put away Black Widow, and I'm upset, and that's the only character I want to stay. Like, put away the rest. Like, it's fine. Never bring Robert Downey Jr. back, please. Was that because of... I was going to say, Joe. What's up? Is that because of the uh, the fan theory about the Guardian logos? That, and they they really... The, the trailer really does show that there's two characters who could die. Uh, one being Quill, and the other one being Rocket. But Okay, yeah. Well, they hadn't like it's already been talked about that Batista's gone. Like that's very official. Like, he's never coming back. I mean, so I already knew going into it that a lot of the actors are done, and that's fine. Like you, you've had enough of these characters. I, I also think it's fine too because you don't have to kill off a character to be done with them. So it's it's fine. No, just spoilers for. I mean, not a big deal, but I do have spoilers. The one comment I want to bring up. So if you are curious, you might want to turn ahead of one minute, <laughs> so or two minutes, couple minutes. Do, do, do a solid five, because there's probably one thing I want to talk about, too. Okay, yeah, so skip ahead five minutes, and Richard, if you are if you guys care, take out your headphones for a second. I can tell you when we're done. Do you guys care? It's eh, I, uh, I have no plans to see the movie. Okay. Um, the only thing that really bugged me is the fact that in the very end credit scene, it says Star-Lord will return. I'm like, God damn it! Like, yeah. Chris Pratt. Just be done. There's nothing wrong with the guy. I'm just tired of him being in so many different movies, and I'm just tired of him. Like, I'm like, just put away the character. Like, I'm tired of this. Move on. So, so wait, does it say Star-Lord or does it say Peter Quill? It says Star-Lord Star will return and it's... Somebody it's, else could take the I highly, title. highly doubt it. It's I, Peter Quill. I just think that the, without spoiling his situation, I think the reason why is because they said he'll be back because of where he's at. And it makes sense that he'll be back for a future movie. Or at least make a cameo. That's I just I, put away, I guess. I don't know. I kind of like, when you see the, the, other, the other credit scene, that I like, but... But yeah, you're probably right. It's probably just gonna be some kind of cameo thing where he'll show up in a in a big movie because of where he's at, and then you'll never see him again. Which I don't know. I just 
I'm just tired of it. Who knows? It may not even happen. It could be an entire lie. Yeah. Everything's yeah, kind I mean, of in the air right now with the writer's strike and how the MCU is even going. <laughs> True. Oh, but I did see the tra- trailer for Marvels, which, God, am I excited for that movie. After playing the Avengers game earlier this oh. year, like, just seeing Kamala Khan being like, you're Nick Fury, you're Nick Fury. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And my wife turns to me. She's like, does that. we're going to buy every Funko Pop of that movie. Everyone. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. They- there's, I hope there's like a three-person Funko Pop where it has all three of them in their outfits. Oh, you know, yeah. I guarantee you. But, Maybe but yeah, during I'm, this time uh, with the writer's strike, they'll finally get through with some cra- crazy cockamamie scheme to get the rights to Doctor Who away from BBC. Then they can <laughs> infuse all Marvel characters with Time Lord DNA. <laughs> oh, and uh, last thing I want to go out on because I forgot about, but I want to mention it. I was always confused why there were TMT Stranger Thing toy packs at Walmart and Target or Target where I saw them. Apparently, there's a Turtles Stranger Thing comic coming out. Crossover. Yes. And a Turtles Street Fighter crossover coming out, too. So. Is there anybody the Turtles haven't crossed over with yet? They crossed uh, over with the Power Rangers, and that was pretty cool. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Eight years ago. There's, there's another one currently com- that's out right now. At the time you're hearing this, the last issue I think just but, came out or it's about to come out. With the Boom issue. Uh, wait, Boom has the mm-hmm. rights currently. That's why it's not, right? it's not canon. So the TMT, I can unfortunately tell you everything is canon, but they do have crossover. They have two different crossover, which I'm going to be reading after I. So the triangle's it. now complete because Street Fighter and Power Rangers have fused. Yes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> also, uh, Power Rangers. Oh, Power Rangers and Cobra Kai have also fused. Yeah, that looks silly, but great. I couldn't get over the fact that there's TMT Stranger Things. I'm like, how is this even going to work? But I'll read it and I'll record about it. So, hey. Oh, uh, hey. Talk of this, all this talk of crossovers now. And I'm thinking of that one writing contest, a a character creation contest that they have on Comic Vine. The fanfic writers have a monthly contest over there in which a topic comes up each month. The rules basically go... With the first from the first contest, basically the contest goes out. Everybody tries. The person who gets the most votes gets to choose the topic for the next contest. And that particular contest, I'll admit, I ca- I came up with the crossover contest idea. But the only stipulation I put on it was you. Well, of course, obviously, one must be a comic or have comic roots somewhere, but. I basically put on there, it can't be a pre-existing crossover. Ooh. <laughs> so that meant basically TMNT Power Rangers was out at the time, was not viable. I think my own entry for the contest, which didn't win, was uh, Generation X at the time and Dresden Files. Yes. Love Dresden. And uh, the one that won, I believe, was... Rick and Morty and Judge Dredd. Ooh. <laughs> no, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. It wasn't that. It was something else. I, I think it was I, Aliens and Teen Titans. A- aliens, the the alien aliens, like yes. Alien versus Predator. Technically, that was a crossover. In the very sense that DC and Aliens have crossed over. Well, let's see. They had DC, they had Aliens and Batman, they had Aliens and Superman. I did not know. Don't think they ever had aliens and Teen Titans. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I saw a fic years ago that was the whole Marvel Universe and aliens. That makes sense. Though. Did anybody do Invader Zim and Mars Attacks? Oh, I watched that. 
that would be funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we should wrap this up. Okay. And okay. Phoebe, where can people find you at? Hi, I'm the Let's Play Princess. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube under that name, or you can find me on Twitter underneath the LP Princess. And Richard, where can people find you at? Well, you can find me up on YouTube uh, under Rich Kale. You can also find my writing stuff on various websites like fanfiction.net, Archive of Our Own, Comic Vine. I got a lot of stuff up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you enjoyed this episode, we do one of these every single month. We've been doing this now for over two years. Every month I've been making a What Do You Plan episode. You can just search. You can go on Podbean and search, and you can find anything you're looking for. We've covered so many different topics throughout the almost five years of the show. So Batman, type that in. Star Wars, you'll find plenty of content. Everything's on Podbean. You can just search and find our huge catalog. And if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for a little dollar. You can vote in our Patreon. Uh, currently, the, we have a Patreon poll every month where you get to decide one a, a movie episode, usually, of what I'm going to be doing on the show. Uh, current poll is sequel movies Mike has never seen, Resident Evil Damnation, Back to the Future 2, Ghostbusters 2016, Blade Runner 2049. So you can vote for a little dollar uh, what you want to see. Uh, just go on there. And unfortunately, he will not take suggestions, so don't even think of put Reanimator 2 in there. You can. I mean, you can. I mean, you can do it on Patreon. You can join our Discord. There's a, there's just something I've done one thing so far on that list. And Bo- tie, which I'm very glad Phoebe mentioned, <laughs> recommended for me to play. So <laughs> go look at that episode too. Uh, also, I'm gonna give a shot on an awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury, and you can find her on TikTok. She's over 100k followers. Definitely go follow her and tell her I sent you. She'll tell me. <laughs> So definitely go support her. Also, my buddy Bill Tucker started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40. Well, well over a year ago at this point. But definitely go check him out. He went through all the Zelda series. Uh, it's a really great show called Gamer Looks at 40. You'll see a link in the show notes for that. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Audio only, but we are on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later.